Hello, everybody out there. Hello. Welcome back to the Rewatch Podcast with your host, Brooke. That is me. That's Brooke over there. Mm-hmm. And this is Aaron over here. You don't know which side we're on because this is a mono track and it's not split. So mm-hmm. you don't know you don't know what side I'm on. Right. I could be on the right or the left. We don't know. Maybe I'm sitting right in front of you. Who knows? <laughs> VR podcast twenty twenty two. Uh huh. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible idea, honestly. I don't know. I'm I'm very tired, so I can't banter right now. I really like I like can't. I'm sorry. We should get to the the, you know, the usual shit we do. There <laughs> it is. Right, what well, we do every week. We talk yeah. about Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, currently, that's what we're watching on the Rewatch podcast. Uh, before we get started, if you enjoy the show, if you enjoy listening and following us, you can follow us on Instagram at trwpod. Send us an email at trwpod at gmail.com if you want to get in contact. Or go like our Facebook page, Alternative Bird Podcast, which has a brand new logo and cover photo, thanks to Dan Bennett. Yes, thank you. Yes, it's very awesome. We're very happy with it. And also, we have a brand new Patreon page, uh, patreon.com slash ABP. You can find us there. We'll be posting all of our episodes a day early there, and uh, there will be more, um, what do you call them? Um, perks to come once we can, you know, gain more interest and get more patrons. Yeah, you know, if we ever get more of an audience. <laughs> right. And then we can start doing like video content or bonus episodes and stuff like that. Yeah. A lot of fun stuff in the future if we can get some patrons down over there if you're interested. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, anyways, uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine Season 2, Episode 2 is what we're going to do today. Episode chocolate. The episode is titled "Chocolate Milk." Yes, and this was written by Gabe Liebman and directed by Fred Goss. Goss, I feel like we heard that name before. Yeah, he's been he's been in here before. Lots of regulars. Uh huh. So today, in our uh, intro to the show, Terry finishes a phone call with his doctor. Jake overhears it and rolls toward him to see if he's you know doing all right. Like, hey, go on the doctor. You okay? Terry whispers to Jake that he's getting a vasectomy, but Charles overhears it immediately, like the word vasectomy, and approaches. He's like, my ears are burning. I don't, I don't know what that means exactly. I don't like that. <laughs> and Gina also overhears and joins in. Oh, meanwhile, like Terry is getting more and more frustrated that people are like hearing him and walking over. He's trying to keep it a secret. Right. He didn't want it to be a whole big thing. It's personal information. Of course. It's your junk. <laughs> it's his junk, not work junk. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, like the whole squad is like standing around him and like cracking vasectomy jokes and they're just, like they're just clowning on him, <laughs> like hardcore. <laughs> it's really like, funny. Calm actually. down. It's funny. It's it's very good. And Charles says something very strange. Uh, like you know, like a minute into the show, barely. Um, what does he say? Something about like a punk to skunk. Something like that. You remember what he says trunk in the beginning? Trunk to skunk. They snip you a trunk to skunk or something like that. Something like something like that. That's really weird. I don't know, but I just remember Jake was like, trunk to skunk. 
<laughs> I just remember skunk was in there, which I imagine is the booty hole. Oh, is that what? Oh. Is that not what that is? You know what? I really wasn't sure. I thought it was just some weird thing. You know, but... yeah. yeah. Okay, I don't want to talk about the anatomy of males anymore. You're a Charles Whisperer over there. <laughs> but uh, Terry thanks everyone for the input, but not really. Not really. He's not really thanking them. He's more like, can you please all just go away now? Thanks. Leave me the fuck alone. Thanks, but no thanks. Um, so this episode has kind of a lot of components, a lot of things going on going on at once. Um, we have Holt's old nemesis. Uh, she makes an appearance for the first time. Ooh. We learned of her. Um, and she, but she was in charge of the precinct inspection. Um, so that doesn't quite bode well for our precinct. No. Um, Jake and Terry, they're investigating uh, like a stabbing with like a cho- this chocolate milk place restaurant whatever this is a hipster place you know barely it sounds amazing in concept until they go there (laughs) yeah um and this is before terry like goes in for his vasectomy but like there's a lot that goes on with his vasectomy you know it's it's multiple rounds of trying to get him to go to his vasectomy (laughs) yeah it didn't work the first time um and then also boyle is in need of a plus one for his uh, ex-wife's wedding. Wet proposal party. Sorry, not wedding. Pro- uh, engagement, engagement party. party. What's yeah. a proposal party? I don't know. It's like <laughs> a, yeah, it's an engagement party. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, you know, there, usually there's a lot of like, um, in these episodes, there's like an A story and like a B story. But this episode feels like all of them are kind of equally important. They do jump around quite a lot this episode. Um, more than usual, it feels like. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I feel like um the Holt and Terry storyline are a little like neck and neck in attention, and Charles is like doing his own thing, being the right, comedic yeah. relief, you know, mm-hmm. the usual. Um, yeah, this is this is quite an episode. Uh, Terry is going to get a vasectomy. Right. Um. He he don't want no more kids. You know he seems very adamant on it. Sound he sounds like he doesn't want any more kids. Um, but we get this sort of revelation in uh, his loopy state. So he he was supposed to go in the first time. Um, they sedated like sed- is that sed- is that sedating? I don't yeah, know. sedating. Yeah, sedating. Um, where he uh, you know, is in that loopy state now, but they couldn't operate on him. Um. For some reason, I forgot oh, what they it was. Uh, they didn't have enough anesthetic. That was it. He yeah. was so big that they didn't have enough drugs to put him down. Yeah, they didn't have enough. Um, so it's like, all right, come back the next day or whatever. Um, but Jake has to take care of him, and he, you know, takes him home. <laughs> He's like a big child. It's, <laughs> it's very funny. Um, he helps him brush his teeth. Terry does. Terry says so many funny things this episode that like the the joke section is just like mostly I think his stuff I I think from recalling I couldn't write everything down <laughs> right that would just be too much uh but he says some very funny shit and uh you know yeah Jake is putting him to bed but before he puts him in to bed before he's like I check underneath the bed for monsters and Terry's check like again. check again <laughs> <laughs> he's like so skeptical um. He also reveals that he doesn't want the vasectomy, actually. Huh. Um, he's like, please, if you're a true friend, don't let me do this. Don't let me go through with the vasectomy. He's only revealing this in a very, um, you know, out of it state. 
of mind. Yeah, when he doesn't have a filter. Uh, yeah, and you know, it's it's weird because um, normally you you think that you know with, with a guy it's like okay, they're likely dead set on not having children anymore or whatever. Um, that's his decision. It's probably only his decision and like the wife is like sure okay but that does happen where one partner in the relationship is very much stressing like um you know this kind of a surgery you know a vasectomy or like two times tubes tied whatever that would be um and the other partner isn't quite on board but does it out of like making the other person happy so maybe that's what's going on here there is not uh, a definite answer as to what it is like we don't get to see the right. wife and her talking about it. We didn't get like the the pre situation leading up to the vasectomy. Yeah, or like um, the talk after, which you know at the very end, like you know they they do this Having does get kind of resolved like, we'll and like yeah, and he's like gonna talk to her um, about not having this vasectomy anymore. So you know we don't know like if she had like really pressured him in, in, into doing it or if she was like hey you know. I don't think we should have kids anymore. Like, what if you just get the vasectomy? And he's like, yeah, sure, babe. Like, if he's just trying to, like, please her. We don't know. Yeah. Um, That Plus, happens like, a lot. Yeah, I guess you can, like, uh, like, you can, like, have kids and then think, like, yeah, I don't want it anymore. But mm-hmm. then, like, since that's such, like, a, a huge thing, going and getting, like, a whole operation, it, it does, like, uh, it, it would make me, like, pause being, like, do I do I really want to yeah, get the like, whole are you operation? Sure? Yeah, and I think they, you they can get can it, do... you can get it reversed. Yeah, but like, but like that's how a much lot does of that work. cost? It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of work. It's unnecessary surgery again. Like you know, if you didn't want in the first place. Right. Um. You know, it's like Michael Scott. Snip, snap, snip, snap. <laughs> you remember that in the dinner party episode? <laughs> oh my god! Incredible. She um, did too much to him. Oh God! Yeah, she did. Uh, Poor that's, Michael. That's that's a whole other show. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, you know, we don't, we don't get the full reasoning why Terry doesn't, why Terry went through with this, even though, um, he doesn't seem to want it or like his subconscious at least, or this other side of him is that comes out, doesn't want it. Right. Um, there's a weird argument around that stuff. Like some people say like when you're drunk or high, like that's your true self. Right. That's what you're really thinking. Yeah. But like. Since you're so like out of it, is it really your true self, yeah, or is it just your loopy self? Right. Yeah. You don't know if that's like your base self, or if that's just you being so out of it that your brain is just completely altered. Um, I I don't know, but yeah, no actual. Uh, we we don't really know what's going on there. Right. We just uh, know that Jake now has a, a new mission. He does have a new mission. Um, and what's also fun about this episode is that. The uh, the Jake and Terry friendship is sort of established in this episode, like where these two kind of stand as friends or as co-workers or whatever they are. Hmm. Um, and Terry doesn't really believe that Jake is a friend friend. He's like, you know, you're not like that kind of like friend where you could rely on this person to drive you to get your, you know, your vasectomy and drive you back, you know, right. That sort of thing. Um, He's like the friend you could get coffee with, but not the kind you'd call to move a couch. Right. And um, he's like, you know, you're just a work friend. So he's not like categorized as that kind of caring friend that you would want or need. Um, And Jake is like, "Uh, no, uh, you're wrong about that. And I will prove it. I will prove it in some way or another um, that that they are friend friends, you know. Jake seems like the kind of guy that's like, 
even if you didn't like him, I feel like he would feel forced to make sure that you like him or yeah. he's like the kind of guy that's like, what do you mean we're not friends? Of course we're friends. Like, yeah, he has a desire to be liked, very liked, you know, uh, be friendly with everyone. Right, which um, isn't really necessary. Yeah, and you know, a lot of people like to say as well that like, oh, your coworkers aren't your friends and blah, 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 whatever. And I think that's quite stupid. No offense to people I, that think that. I feel like I know and have known people like all the time that are like, oh yeah, like go hang out with my work buddies or like mm -hmm. they invite their coworkers over for yeah. dinner, like a double date kind of thing. Yeah, I don't think that that those two things need to be separate or have to be separate. I think that you can be good friends with someone that you work with. Yeah. Um, because it, it only makes sense that you spend at least probably eight hours with these people that you're working with and so you're likely bound to have some sort of relation like a good relationship with somebody hopefully. and hopefully if you work in a good environment um right. you're likely going to bond with people uh and it happens like naturally sometimes and it's not weird and i don't know i just think that people yeah you don't go to, for some reason you don't go to work to make friends you but don't if you like happen mm -hmm. if Hopefully you like the people you work with or else it's not worth being at that job. And then yeah. if you like people, usually you end up being friends with them it's in just, some capacity. It's just that you make friends where you usually are. Yeah. You know, if you spend a lot of time somewhere, you spend a lot of time at work, you're probably going to make friends there. And that's just how it is. Right. And I mean, I'm sure if you change jobs, you're probably not still in contact with most of those people. Mm -hmm. Just like how you don't talk to most of your high school friends anymore. Yeah. Like, and like, you know, of course the... um the the nuances of it might be different like it might not be like close friendship but it's still a friendship yeah it's still valid it's still it's still a thing so right and jake really wants to like really hammer in like hey like we're like you can like come to me about anything guy like yeah. it's okay yeah he's trying to prove himself as a good reliable caring friend um and he does he does prove himself by the end of the episode and yes. he is a good friend uh so he's not just like you know a surface level you know attempting to be a surface level friend like a lot of people do right uh, just pleasing you at work and then going home and be like oh that fucking guy yeah pretty much and so um we're gonna move on from one relationship to another uh this very interesting rivalry that we have that goes through this episode to the very end of like season seven. Yep, it's um, the end. spans the whole that whole time. Uh, An it, arc that only ended when one of them died. Exactly. <laughs> Spoilers if you're <laughs> if you're not there yet. Um, you haven't watched season seven, but yes, uh, they have this this old rivalry, and um, they also it, it's it's such a classic thing too that happens where they have these different ideas of how this started. Huh. So, you know, they're almost too stubborn at this point to, uh, like, back down and release the grudge. Even when Amy, like, presents the information that, like, hey, you know, Holt, you thought it was for this reason. You thought that she gave you a bad uh, recommendation letter. And look, see, she didn't. And that still didn't solve it. It still didn't help. And so it's, like, not about that anymore, almost. Well, because it seems like they have, they've had other incidents since then. Other incidents. And like, it's, so it's not just like one thing or like a, you know, Holt thinks it's this thing and one thinks it's that thing. And 
it ends up being so many things that it's just a built-up rivalry that is not solvable or like uh, mendable. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's interesting because usually you'd think like, oh well, the original thing, the reason why they started being rivals, it was actually false. So mm-hmm. everything's fixed. No, everything else that happened was also hurtful. So yeah, it it kind of also like digs in on each of their character towards each other. Yeah, um, and it's really cool too to see how these two were in the beginning of their um sort of like uh, it's like a com not camaraderie but i don't know they're like cool with each other yeah in the beginning they seem to respect each other and it just goes downhill in some way and you don't know who started it you don't know there's no clear answer right now um well it seems like holt thought that once started it yeah because of the letter yeah and she yeah she didn't um, and, and then afterwards, it seems like Holt just kind of carried on that spiteful relationship. He did, yeah, and yeah. So probably Holt <laughs> causing it. It seems like it was Holt's fault. Probably. I mean, he had a very good reason mm-hmm. to think that. Yeah. Because, like, you know, it, it, yeah. if someone like unrecommended you, I don't know, put in a bad recommended unrecommend yeah uh because of your sexual orientation that's a pretty good reason to not like that person oh for sure yeah yeah and it's revealed that um you know she did try and uh like make a move on him a long time ago but yeah. he's like ah, i'm sorry uh, i'm gay and <laughs> she's like, and then oh. the day after yeah the ba- like he didn't get the thing yeah so he was like review. obviously it was her and I don't know. That seems like a weird thing to think of first. My my idea would have been, I feel like I would have been like, hey, uh, like you go talk to your work friend afterwards, like oh, I didn't get the position. And then she'd be like, man, that sucks, dude. And, mm-hmm. and not like immediately the next day be like, you ruined me. And, and then I think not it talk was, to them forever. I think it was, um, you know, the, him, him just trying to immediately connect the dots. I mean, you know, they are, they are in the force they're they're cops they're trying to they solve things they they deduce things whatever (laughs) and uh, you know i think he's just he immediately jumped to her because that was the last bad interaction he had with a person also he knew she wrote the recommendation letter right so he was like up had to be her assuming um so we don't know who actually did that who 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 possibly sabotaged you know captain holt tv shows just wouldn't exist if people just communicated properly all the time you know, they really wouldn't. They wouldn't <laughs> exist. It's like it's like when we were watching a uh, school rumble, and every time something happens, oh, it's because uh, they're just all terrible at communicating. <laughs> yeah, there's an anime from Brooke's childhood that we were watching for a while, and I like, love it. it's just every time, like, it's just constant miscommunication and people doing things because they don't have all the knowledge. Yeah, and it would just frustrate me to no end. Like, but oh it, it always built up to something absolutely hilarious. Right. Like, it's like someone being accidentally naked and someone walking in and it's just like that sounds really perverted but <laughs> but it would There's happen. a completely innocent reason for everything. It's always like an innocent reason for it. Yeah it's always like no this isn't what it looks like. It's always a not this is not what it looks like situation for everything that happens in the show. <laughs> and and it's always gold. It always pays off really well. Yeah. But like while it's happening it's like ah. Uh, it's very frustrating, I know. It's <laughs> it can be too much sometimes. Uh, they're very heavy handed with it. Yes, that's true. Um but anyway, so yeah, the the Holt and Wunch situation is A rivalry is born. 
Uh, yeah, and you know, Amy tries to fix it. It doesn't work. Um, they're nope. still just, you know, absolutely uh, hating each other still. And yeah. there's no fixing it for uh, for now. And um, Two bitter old people. Yes, they are bitter. And so, you know, Holt is very set in his ways. He's very stubborn and uh, he is pretty much pretty much ready to fail the precinct. Right. Um give give it a failing grade because she is um you know the one that's so doing spiteful. doing the inspection, right? And um Holt is like go ahead, do it. I dare you. You won't like that kind of thing. You won't. <laughs> you, won't. you won't. Pussy. And pussy. <laughs> He's like daring her. And Amy's like what the fuck are you doing? Like if you do this, if you if you let her fail us, then I lose you as as captain and that's terrible cuz you're my mentor and I need you basically is what she's saying. Um and also the precinct needs him. She's right. saying that he's the best thing to happen to the precinct and like if he lets this happen then then that's stupid. Like you long story like long story short, she was like don't fuck this up cuz it'll fuck this whole place up. Yeah, pretty much. And um you know, she said that like, don't be selfish, pretty much. Yeah. Don't don't let don't be stubborn. So stubborn to the point of losing your job, sabotaging this. her own career, pretty much. Over and her spite. And this is um like one of the first times it seems like Amy stands up to Holt. I feel like it is the yeah. first time because every time before she's like entirely backpedaled after doing it. She, I was gonna say, um, like in the last episode when she kind of like snapped at him, she also like took ten steps back. But it's like poked out here and there where she has found a voice to kind of speak up when he, she feels like he's wrong. Right. Um, And like rightfully so, you know, you can speak up. But, you know, this is the first time that she actually holds her ground when she stands up to him. Um, And it's only when it's him putting himself at risk. That's when it brings that out in her. Right. Because she doesn't want to lose him as the captain. She doesn't want him to, you know, throw this away and the precinct to lose him. Um, and, you know, I think that causes a lot, probably a lot of respect. Like, it draws a lot of respect and hope uh, for this to happen because he had, he does listen to her advice um, and ends up saving the precinct from a failing grade. Right. Because he went to lunch then and kind of like, uh, quote unquote, groveled. A little bit, and so he basically got them a C plus. Yeah, um, but he listened to her, and that's that's cool that you know he respected her enough to do that and uh, thought about it. So he's not a completely stubborn, dude, but can be very stubborn. Probably went home to Kevin, and he was like, uh, "Man, this is a tough decision." <laughs> it is tough because you know it's a lot of pride. Uh, he, had to, he had to throw some of that away in order to um, grovel at her feet a little bit. And, yeah, so that's that. That's Amy's uh, Amy's little bit of uh, character development oh my gosh. that we get. And, but, like, when she leaves the room, like, her face was like, oh. She's, like, her heart's, oh like, racing, I can tell. I can't believe I just She's did like, that. She's like, I just told him off. <laughs> oh, my God. What am I doing? Yeah, her face, she's, her eyes are wide when she's she leaves. She's like, woo, oh man. Woo. Um, and so I just want to talk about the general theme of this episode really quick because it seems very obvious that this episode is about friendship. And we have one friendship that's being like defined and proven. Um, one is kind of strengthening, and that is, I'll touch on that then. Um, so we didn't cover this one very much. 
and then there's an old one that's being rehashed and so we, yeah we have jake trying to prove to terry that they are friend friends not just work friends um you know he's trying to prevent him that, that surgery uh that he's conflicted about but he's never to admit mm-hmm. um and that's you know that's jake helping him through this like really uh, conflicting time right um he's able to be a like, confident confidant for uh terry and um that helps him realize that they are actually friend friends that that's somebody that he can kind of trust to you know just help him through something like this um yeah. and then rosa uh she ends up actually being a good friend to boyle um you know boyle needed a date he kept going to rosa and then he'd go to uh um gina, gina. i might have to figure her name for a second <laughs> uh and he went to gina and she was like fuck out like no i'm not <laughs> and then he'd come back to rosa and rosa just feels so bad for him because his of his situation um Oh my yeah, gosh, it is a very, like, sad situation. Yeah, she, you know, she wants to help him look good at the party, so, like, look like a like a really, like, successful dude. Um, and she also wants to help him look for an apartment because he's currently living with his ex-wife's, uh, in his ex-wife's basement with her fiancé as well. What? Um, so he's just, can you imagine having just, like, your ex in the basement they're like uh, the landlords. I, I would like. I don't know. I I feel like that's not a, an option. Like that's not. Yeah, it's a really sad situation. And Rosa like is feeling. She feels for him. You, you can see it. Um, she yeah. cancels her plans and is like, I'll okay, I'll help you. I'll help you. And she's um, like, you are not living in the basement to, anymore. She wants to boost him up. She wants him to have at least a little self worth, and not just and something like that yeah that's a that's a bad situation that is not not good surprising how positive he comes into work every day (laughs) yeah and you know he also feels forced to go to that party because it's awkward if he doesn't and so he could not go if he didn't live there but because he lives there with them it's like oh okay i have to go this is an obligation like that's not you don't want that in your life no you don't want that in your life at all Uh -uh. and then let's go um to back to holton once real quick um, you know, as we saw their friendship, it sort of friendship is revisited through those flashbacks. Um, and then the, the evidence that's found by Amy that like actually proved that she did write a good rec- recommendation letter. Um, but they don't reach peace at all, of course, no. as we know. Um, and they're still better enemies. And, you know, I was just wondering, like, are they almost like too similar in, in how they are that like this rivalry will just continue always i mean we do know how it ends now right um but they're just like so similar that it's it's hard to get them out of it yeah it's it's like they're they're impossible you're right they're too similar because they they both won't back down they're so they both won't take any criticism from the other yeah they're just too similar for that too and that and that can cause a great friendship if you're very similar with somebody or it can cause something like this right um, which is the other end of it well there's also like i don't know i guess a, i feel like a certain level of maturity and a, a little give in your pride mm-hmm. i think that needs to happen for you to have like a good relationship with somebody yeah and <laughs> no like they need to have like a little less pride and be yeah. a little bit more mature about that situation. That's the particular. thing, though; is they're both so prideful. Like that, yeah. they're just too similar. Um, and and every uh sort of I want to say, sort of negative uh, 
personality traits. Uh, they're also similar in like the good ones too, but in the negative ones are very similar as well. Although, I don't know, because it, it seems... It seems like Wunsch is a little bit worse than Holt, just because mm-hmm. she is actively trying to sabotage him. Oh, yeah. Whereas, like, he just is upset when she's around. Like, he's yeah. not, he's not like, trying to go to her and get her kicked out of her job. Yeah. Like, she's always the one that shows up and tries to ruin the situation. He does. From what we see, she is the instigator in all of these things. Um... We don't know, like, in the scope of the relationship, if Holt ever did anything similar to that. It's right. possible he may have tar- targeted her as well. We don't know what happened prior to this where, like, she had it out for him. Yeah, and um, it's kind of... Also, I feel like it's not... Uh, it would be a little too complicated for the writers to deal with. To, like, literally like, write out the entire storyline of their... He's the main character. Right. He's the guy in the show mm-hmm. that we're following and we're supposed to root for. Yeah. So they're not going to go and make it so that like he was also part of the problem. Of course. Then that would ruin the ability to have this kind of ongoing like a semi like villain throughout the show. Right. Because she is seen as the villain um, from this perspective. And also... I mean, in any sort of, like, hero and villain dynamic, aren't they always still kind of similar? Yeah, right. They're always kind of, like, mirrors of each other. Yeah. Even to the point where in some stories, the villain is literally a mirror version of the hero character. Yeah. Or, like, uh, in Star Wars The Clone Wars, when Yoda has to go to the Force planet and <laughs> fight his uh, negative self. Oh, yeah. That was... Mm-hmm. Well, you didn't see that, but oh, I, yeah, I want yeah. you to see it. I know. <laughs> it's so good. I know. I just too many things to watch. I'm sorry. Or in Scott Pilgrim, where he had to fight Nega Scott. Mm-hmm. That was the thing. Uh huh. <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, that's it for our discussion. Uh, let's go into jokes. Oh, like Dark Sonic. What's that guy's name? Dark Sonic. The black one that looks exactly like Sonic, but Shadow. Isn't... Yes. Yes. His lit- His name is literally Shadow. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, let's go on to um, some jokes and quotes, favorite things, all the good things. Um, one thing I loved was when Terry is about to, you know, he, he gets turned away for his, from his uh, vasectomy because they didn't have enough didn't drugs. Have enough, yeah. Um, it, <laughs> the doctor has this like absolutely negative reaction to Jake asking if Terry's voice is high pitched after the vasectomy, like once he's wheeled out. Because he's like, oh, it happens. So he's like, is his voice high-pitched now? And he goes, what? Of course not. <laughs> and he's, Jake's like, yeah, of course not. And he's like, oh, yeah, that didn't land. That didn't land at all. <laughs> okay. I just love, I love when these everyday people are just like, what the fuck? <laughs> also, I don't think, I, I don't know if we ever really uh, get a resolution on whether Jake actually knows what a vasectomy is or not. No, either. Because he keeps making references to his like entire penis getting cut off, or like, like it sounds like Jake thinks that he's getting castrated. <laughs> yeah, we won't know. <laughs> oh no, Jake is Jake is Jake. He's kind of a child. He he's a little too okay. child sometimes. He's allowed to be. Um, 
And I love then directly after Terry is super loopy. Uh, all these things he says, he's like amazed at how strong he is. And, and they turn e- me into a superhero. And then he's equally amazed and happy that they that they made him black. <laughs> <laughs> Just like I was like, oh no, oh my god. He's like, they made me black. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Good for you, Terry. <laughs> oh, it's just like, it's also, um, I just find the delivery adorable. Right. He sounds like a kid. He really does. It's, it's honest to God, it's cute. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he just has no filter. And so Jake takes advantage of that. And he's like, what do you think about Holt? And he's like, oh, he needs to smoke some weed. That's <laughs> like the most like weird version of like, that dude needs to like calm the fuck down. Yeah, I <laughs> love chill out. how matter of fact he was. He just smoked some weed. Instant answer. He was <laughs> like, Mm-mm, he needs to relax. <laughs> just had it. And then Jake's face was immediately like elated. He was like, ah, this is hilarious. <laughs> and he like takes him home and he's like, you got a really small that was, head. That's the next thing on my list. And he <laughs> says, your head is so small <laughs> he grabbing it up he's, he like grabs his head at it, the top and the chin he's grabbing it. he's like actually you know where does your brain go <laughs> the way he says it he goes your head is so small <laughs> it's like it's like kind of not disgust but it's like whoa it's like a whoa why is it so small it's like you're like uh, weirded out yeah he's weirded out by it <laughs> kind of like what i would do i feel like this has happened multiple times in like Doctor Who, where like mm-hmm. the, like the human like partner meets an alien species and is like, "What is up with that guy?" And then <laughs> the, and then the aliens like fucks up with you, and he's oh, like, really? "He's like, why are you so pink? <laughs> pink. <laughs> What's going on?" Uh, okay, moving on. Uh, I love um the way that uh Holt told Wunsch that he's gay. He goes, "I'm gay," and she's like, "Well then." Well, then. <laughs> Is like I think we both know what I'm about to say. As mm-hmm. he's wearing his like cardigan, like draped and tied over his shoulders, and, and like mm-hmm. his khaki pants, very led on. It, it looks, which it never crossed my mind. Like before that, I looked at that as like the the rich boy golfer outfit. Okay, yeah. that's like I feel like I've seen that in like. I don't know, like shows or movies when oh, I was a yeah, kid. That, like definitely. the snobby rich guy that's like, is like wearing oh like God. the cardigan over his shoulders uh-huh. and he's wearing the golf hat. Right. But also like when I saw Holt in it and I know he's gay, I was like, that's kind of a gay outfit, I guess. Oh my oh, God. No. Oh no, all the rich boys. All the rich boys. <laughs> oh my God, Aaron. Um, And then Terry again with the singers. He says to Jake, maybe you should focus on your own body. When's the last time you ate a carrot? <laughs> so, oh so it's my, my least favorite kind of cake uh, way at the bottom of the list. <laughs> and then um, I barely talked about this because it really isn't the focal point of this episode. But like on the back burner of this, they're doing this investigation of that like chocolate milk place. Like the stabby stab. Yeah. And, um, you know, Jake is more focused on trying to be a good friend. So, yeah, he brings Terry to a like therapist oh yeah relationship counselor relationship counselor that's it and you know she's like oh i haven't seen this man and then you know they jake wants to continue the session and terry realizes like oh nope this is 
what is this? <laughs> I'm sorry for wasting your time. Yeah, he gets up and leaves. Yeah, he's like, this isn't actually what we're doing. This is not part of the job right now. He's like, I'm out of here. Uh, so he leaves. And then uh, the lady goes, he's walking out just like your father did. <laughs> okay, then. And Jake was like, I never told you that. And she's like, you didn't have to. Whew, that's heavy. Which, like, oh, that's like our like first peek into Jake's, like, you know, troubled past that he hasn't dealt with. It is. <laughs> and it's also like, oh, it's so, like, <laughs> I don't know. It feels like it's obvious on him sometimes. <laughs> then, I guess is that what that means. Well, I think it might be obvious in the situation because I got the feeling I thought that they were leading up to like a joke that like uh, Terry and Jake were together. Oh, right. And that that's what she thought. Yeah. She thought they were together because uh-huh. why would anyone bring a friend to a relationship counselor? Oh, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so he's walking out on him. Uh, it's like. Just like your father did. Oh, yeah. So like when you see people, I don't know. I guess it's like when you choose people that are like your parents. Oh, yeah. And like they say, like, you know, know, woman will always end up marrying her dad in some capacity or something. It's like. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like when people say that. Right. It's it's really weird. Stop bringing parents into relationships. That's it's a dead end. No. <laughs> it always just sounds so incestual and weird, and I hate when people talk about that. Why are you thinking about die. it like that? I want to die. Why are you thinking about it? Because people like are that? talking about it like that. We're not talking about it like people. Are, people, no. but they aren't though. You're thinking about it like no, that. No, I'm not. You're turning it into this. No, I'm not. That's literally what it is. It's like, oh god. I don't it's just that incest is always on your mind, isn't it? No, it isn't. It's on, <laughs> it's on your mind. No, it's not. You're the, it's you on brought it your up. Mind. You brought it up. It's on your mind. You brought it up. Let me cut this out. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay anyway <laughs> um, this is the last one on the list here anyway yeah so you know Holt is like here's our grade for the precinct he's, he's talks to Amy breaks the news to Amy it's 2. like a 7. C um, but he also wants like I guess lift her spirits a little bit and um, gives her a grade of his own and he gives her a little post-it note with an A on it and she's delighted but then, as Holt is walking away, she asks if that's the highest grade in the grade in the system, or if there's like pluses or minuses. The stare when Holt stops and looks back at her at this question is incredible. <laughs> it's such a good stare. It's I such don't... a like I'm so tired. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, are are you kidding me right now? Are you kidding me right now? It's it's so weird because I don't understand how he gets so much mileage out of like his facial expressions. He really does, and like because he makes the same face yeah. all the time. It's never changing, but somehow it's like he provokes like uh, evokes like different emotions from the same face. Yeah, because he's yeah. always making that same deadpan face, but somehow just then, just the yeah. way he was pausing and positioned mm. you're like oh he's like i'm done with this no no, no i'm no more <laughs> i know what you're saying i do um that his expressions even though they are so similar and almost like the same they they like read differently in situations <laughs> i love that he's very talented very talented he's such a talented actor we, we won't ever stop uh talking up 
what was his name? Andre. Yeah, Andre. Andre Bauer. I'll never stop. I think he's a god. <laughs> um, boilisms. Let's go into some boilisms. Oh goodness. There's a few of them. Um, as, as we discussed, uh, ex-wife, fiance, are his landlords. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so he's forced to go to the engagement party. It's very sad. Um, he Boyle wants to. Uh, he's talking to Gina in like the bathroom, and you know they have a back and forth about their shame, sh- shameful sex. <laughs> um, and he tries to refer to them as being like bone bros, and she slaps him. She slaps <laughs> him for saying bone bros. He, she said he said something earlier too, like when they entered the room. Yeah. Like, and then she was like, "I let the first one pass, but bone bros? No, 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 no. Wasn't letting that pass." <laughs> and then, lastly, um, oh god. Boyle gets cornrows this episode, and he's mm. he's also wearing a Jamaican suit. I mean, enough said, right? It's literally like, made out of the Jamaican flag. Enough said. Like that's okay. One, this tasteful. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, to like uh, appropriating. Okay. Anyway, you know, <laughs> uh, let's not get into this. Um, it's you know. not blackface. No, it's not. But like, it's. Also, it's the appropriating part then. <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, it's kind of like, uh, like how this. people are like, don't dress your kids up as Native Americans. Well, yeah. Or like, uh, um, being a Mexican for Halloween yes, is not a thing. Oh, I don't know because people aren't costumes. Can you, <laughs> can you not? Why don't you dress up as a fucking American? I don't know. <laughs> Just put on a fat suit. Yeah. Uh, shit. <laughs> Zinger. Um. Anyway. <laughs> It's God. just it's just ridiculous, and it's uh just a he- big example of Boyle like not understanding. No, he's just a little like too social boundaries. Too innocent. Or... <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing. Also, no, no he doesn't know what he's doing. Cornrows aren't a look for him. Uh, <laughs> no. no, no. I think like I have no filter this episode. I just keep going. I don't <laughs> know what I'm saying. Okay, so character knowledge, um. Of course, this is, this is our first introduction of Wunsch, uh, the nemesis. And, of course, they used to be friendly with each other. And that's, you know, some cool history that we get. I like that we actually get Friends history. now turned yeah. enemies. I like that. I like that we don't ha- we have context, sort of. Um, and then also Amy failed recess in second grade. <laughs> it was like, teachers need some time too, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't leave them alone. Oh man, yeah. And then, you, did you? Do hmm. public schools really give grades on recess? No, I didn't no, think so. But that's a joke. Okay, that's just a joke. Oh, FYI, character knowledge on me. I was homeschooled till eighth grade. Oh, character knowledge on Aaron. <laughs> character knowledge on me. Wow, you. So by the time I went to school, there was no recess. I'm sorry, you missed out on recess. It's fine. I was home all the time. It was great. <laughs> And then, like, lessons, takeaways. Um, friends can be, uh, coworkers can be your friend. Yeah. For sure. And it's okay. Just because your coworkers are your friends doesn't mean that you don't have friends. Or, like, you don't have a life, you know, because sometimes your job takes up a good portion of your life, and that's fine. That's acceptable. Right. Because when you're we work- live in a society <laughs> where we live in a society. We live in a society. We live in a society. Because <laughs> we live in a society. That's all I got to say. you get what you fucking. <laughs> Moray. Uh hashtag Joker. <laughs> um and then uh you know, grudges suck. Maybe don't hold them in, or else you'd be like hold and watch. Maybe like 
talk to people if you feel like someone's doing something bad to you. Communication. Yeah, just like have a little chat about it. Have a little chat. Have a, have a cup of tea. <laughs> have a little chat. Have a, have a little, little sipper and uh, <laughs> a little cuppa. <laughs> little cuppa. Oh, yeah. That's our episode. That's all we got for you. Yes. I'm sorry. I was very tired. <laughs> you know what? Some days are better than others, and some days are less better than others. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for the wisdom. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> yeah. There's there's my lesson and takeaway. Damn truth there's, bomb. There's my lesson and takeaway for the day. The truth. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> ah, I'm so tired. Oh my gosh. Baby needs some rest. I need to sleep right now. All right. But before we do some rest, I want to touch a little bit more on uh, our new Patreon that we yeah, just launched. Yeah, we have it. Yeah, we, we got some cool new logos and stuff. Thanks to Dan Bennett, like we said earlier. Thank you. And because that we have a little bit more of a nice image going on there now, we thought it was a good time to start up the Patreon page. Yeah. Because we would like to, you know, turn this whole podcasting thing into a little bit more than a hobby at some point. Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> uh, we really enjoy doing it, and we'd like to make more and be able to dedicate more time to creating stuff like this. Yeah, so. I promise I'm not miserable. <laughs> I just sound miserable all the time. <laughs> Oh no, she oh, was no. she was wonderful and precious all day long, and then no. she just gets tired at the end of her work day. I would I've been tired the she's entire been, day. She's been not. working all day long, and then she gets off, and then we gotta do basically more work. I mean, I was like looking at you like I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> right, but we're recording because you know right now yeah you know a lot of times I had to be like oh you know one of us isn't feeling it we'll just put it off for another day, but now we want to make sure that we. On every Wednesday, uh, this podcast gets released to Patreon first. Yeah. So anybody that subscribed to our Patreon, uh, starting at three dollars, I was gonna put it at a dollar, but then Patreon showed me an article that was like, "You shouldn't put it less than three dollars." I was like, "Okay, I, I guess you guys know what you're doing." So. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, oh, all right. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I don't know what okay, I, I don't know what's going on, but yeah, three dollars <laughs> is the lowest one. Currently, there's three tiers, like f- three, five, and ten, but they only have the one thing. It's just uh, you get the episodes of both our podcasts a day early. Yeah, so you know, it's really just based on how generous you're feeling. You don't right. need to give us money. You don't need to. No, it's not just at all. If you want to, it's just like here you go. It's like a donation. Right. Exactly. To us. It, to us. And then once we get into like higher tiers and whatnot, going through like we have some goals on there. We can start putting out like video content or video. putting out like other shows or mm-hmm. extra episodes of the shows like specifically for Patreon for the people that, you know, like allow us to move forward with stuff like that. Right. It's just uh, helping us further our entertainment career and entertaining you guys. We're trying. We're trying. That's all we have. And even <laughs> if you don't... and. Also, like, we definitely understand that not everybody can afford to do that. Oh, for sure. Because, you know, I I definitely used to contribute to some Patreons, and then I moved out of the house, and I was like, you know what? I can't really do this anymore. You know what? It's also just as helpful to, um, you know, share our Patreon page or just share that you listen to the podcast. 
you know, give us a, like a like on or a follow on our social media pages. Mm-hmm. All any sort of interaction with us online helps us move forward and get a larger audience. Yep, anything helps. Literally anything. Anything at all. Yeah. But, we uh, appreciate you. And also just listening because we can see that too. And yeah. we love it when you guys listen and finish an episode. Yeah. And uh, you know, just to refresh before we leave, uh, you could follow us on. Instagram at trwpod. Shoot us an email, uh, trwpod at gmail.com. If you have any comments or stuff that you want to talk about about the episode that we just covered, or you just want to talk to us, or you just want to talk to us, tell us how your day is, whatever. Yeah. And then also, like, you could, like, if you want us to talk about something on the way the pod goes, because we're going to start doing that again soon. Soon. Right. And uh, anything there, anything at all, send us memes. And this means. And then finally, uh, our Patreon and our Facebook page, Alternative Bird Podcast. Both of those, same name. And you'll get all the news about both of our shows and any other things that we start doing uh, when we hit new Patreon tiers and whatnot. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you for joining us once again. We appreciate you. And uh, we'll see you later. Bye. Bye.